Welcome to this conversation. My guest today is Stephen Curd. And when I found out what was going on in Stephen Curd's life, I just decided we got to talk about that because there's a big fashion show that's getting ready to happen. Original fashion with design by my guest today, Stephen Curd. Stephen, thank you so much for being with us for this conversation. Hey, thanks for having me. I'm excited. All right. Describe you. You are a fashion designer. And if you look at your website, it looks like something you would see for a fashion show in New York. So describe your work to us, please. Well, I mean, you know, we just celebrated five years in business in a, in a tiny town in the Blue Hill Mountains of Virginia called Emory or not Emory. We're in Glade, but um, and I've just basically been allowed to create for the last, you know, seven years of my career here, my time here. And um, so each year I do a fashion show to, I do two, I try to, you know, minus pandemic, but um, of my work, my art. And so this is what this show is. It is, is a chance to kind of show my art. Um, and so we're, we're promoting that, but what was the original question that you asked? That to describe yourself to us, like exactly okay. how you see yourself and how you want other people to see you, I suppose. Um, okay, so we're a small business in Glade Spring. Um, I do custom clothing, but we do a lot more than that. It is an education. It is a chance for me to meet one-on-one -on -one with people and build relationships and um, get a lot of really cool opportunities through word of mouth because I have relationships with people like that. It is, it's a creative space. Um, and I mean, it's, we've created this in a, in a small little town and it's been successful for the last seven years. So you see yourself as an artist first and foremost. Uh, absolutely. Um, I am a student of life. So I am an artist at the end of the day, because I feel like any artist, you don't get complacent. You know, you, t you, you try, you put your hands in a bunch of different pots and, um, you know, that's the true art is like, is just being, just educating yourself and learning and trying new things and pushing it to different new areas and boundaries that you haven't before. Let's talk about the fashion show and get some of those facts out of the way so that the audience okay. can, people who are listening who might be interested can start thinking about the when and the where and the what exactly is going to happen. So Absolutely. tell us about this fashion show that's coming up on October the 15th. Well, first I want to just say we have, we have limited tickets because I, I want it to be safe. I want it to be a safe event and everybody who purchases a ticket gets a mask when they come in. So we are making sure that you can be comfortable. So we're keeping it small. But um, the fashion show, like I said earlier, is a chance for me to show a collection and I've been working on a fall collection and it's just women's wear. And I don't normally just do women's wear. I, I have all kinds of clients. So, but I've focused this season, like I said, my art on women's wear. And so this is my point of view of like what's trending right now and like what I like and whatever the collection is for the season. So that show is October 15th. It's a Friday. We're doing it at the Point Pavilion in Glade Spring. And like I said, it is a limited ticket show. So we're gonna have um, Tumbling Creek Cidery is doing the cider and that's part of your, your ticket purchase. And then Sarah Jean's, which is another restaurant in Glade Spring is doing the food. And that's through, you know, you purchase through them. 
but it's a it is a, it is a community kind of three business event and a good time. I mean, who who ha- can say they were at a fashion show in this last year? Yeah, exactly. And when you say safe, it's going to be in the pavilion, which is yep. right is one of the little roads that you turn to go into the town square. Yeah, so you're right as soon as you come in. So you have plenty of room to spread people out and. Well, it's one of the biggest and one of the only indoor farmers markets in this region, which is so funny because like that is would be like a dream to most communities, right? Like, and it's in Glade Springs. So um, it, it holds like a title, but it's also a really great building that has garage doors 360 around the whole building so that all of those, because people can drive their trucks up to it. So there's airflow. Um, we're setting, we're, you know, we're following the guidelines. And so, but this is going to be fashion. Now, do you consider uh-huh. it high fashion? How do you describe the, I don't know, I guess the, the target audience who would buy these clothing and for these clothes and for what kind of well, occasion? Cool, what is cool about what I do is because I have clients of different ages, different incomes, different backgrounds, I just, I try to design with many types of people in mind. Um, and that is what helps keep clients coming back too. So, I mean, it, it, is a, it is a strategy in my business to make things appeal to most people, or at least like, at least imagine it on themselves. Like, okay, maybe I wouldn't wear it like that, but I would wear it with, I've got these great jeans at my house and like that top would look great with it. Like you could see yourself in. It. So that's how I design every season. So it's accessible to people. And it's sellable. I sell most of it from the runway. You do. Um, absolutely. Okay. Now wait. Okay. Back up. The pavilion is a concrete floor. Yep. I'm thinking fashion show. I'm thinking well, carpet. We'll, we'll just have to come and see because we're building a set and it's no going to. kidding. Absolutely. Yep. All right. All right. So ladies and gentlemen who are in the audience listening, it sounds like that if you want to go to this fashion show, you need to get your tickets fast. Stephen Kurt is my guest. He's the designer and the owner of the business which is called Lavelle Manufacturing yep. and it's located in Glade Spring. Why the name Lavelle? Um, it was my grandmother's name and she is, you know, and was a big inspiration in my life and still continues to be, even though she's not with us anymore. Okay. Lavelle Manufacturing, which her makes name, it sound. Her name, was Eva, her name was Eva Lavelle. What a name. That sounds. What a person. I mean, what a person, what a human. All right. But, so Lavelle Manufacturing for Stephen's grandmother, yep. who was named Eva Lavelle. And it says and, manufacturing and Stephen Curd is his last name. He's the designer for the fashion show, October the 15th from 7 to 9 p.m. in the Glade Pavilion, $20 a seat. How do people get tickets if they do want to be there, Stephen? You can go to um, www.lavellemanufacturing.com. Um, also, if you follow us on Instagram and any of the social medias, we're under Lavelle Manufacturing, so you can follow us there. But um, it is all through the website, so you can you can get tickets. And we, if you go to that website, lavellemanufacturing.com, you can see the portfolio. It's under, it's under the shop. Yeah, there's a bunch of stuff that you can see. I mean, we just revamped the website too, but... Um, it's, it's easy to direct to, to get your way through the website. But yeah, you can, get them, you can get them under like the shop. Like if you click shop, 
Um, it's that's all of our products plus the ticket. It comes up like the first thing on there. All right. And you've been doing this for a while. And I confess, I did not know about it until just recently that you were having these annual shows. I knew about you. I knew you were there. And I want to ask you before we get into how all of this came about in your life. Um, I wanted to ask you about the business itself. It's called manufacturing, but it yeah. sounds to me like that it's you and a small team of people. It's not like you're mass producing clothing up there. Right? We don't mass produce any clothing. We're, we're part of what's called the slow fashion movement. And that is about caring what is how your clothes are made and who makes them. And so um, it is kind of a niche market. And I've been very, very lucky to be first of all, in that market, but also successful in that market too. You know, this How do is my people point. find you? All over. I'm telling you word of mouth. I mean, this is what's been good for me in Southwest Virginia because I'm a Midwesterner. I came from St. Louis by way afterwards to Chicago, then to Virginia. I mean, I've, I, <laughs> I'm out in the, <laughs> we call it the okie dokes. Like I'm, I'm way far from home. <laughs> Yes, you are. But I mean, it's the center of the universe. I keep saying people just don't know that this is the center of the universe around here. But well, St. Louis to Chicago to Virginia. To Virginia. And it's been inspiring and beautiful. And I've met wonderful people. And, and so um, I, to answer your question, I have, um, I've had success because I've had a, a lot of people who have believed in me. And I believe in myself. And I think if you do those things, you can make it happen anywhere. Can people just walk into your business? Um, essentially, yes. But we have changed a lot of our guidelines due to COVID because, you know, I, I, I try to keep it unpolitical, like non-political in my store. Like you are, you come as you are. And, you know, sometimes that's a, somebody coming and sharing a part of their life with me or like, you know, not all transactions are like that, but. We have created this really cool, cool space. And I say, we lightly, it's me. And I do have a couple of people that work for me off and on, but that has been a struggle for me here. But we'll talk about that at a different point. Um, but uh, it is a very small me. I do mostly, most of everything. So manufacturing is light. That is, was the idea when we started Lavelle was to manufacture jeans and I, it's turned into something that I could have never imagined. And that's a good thing. It's a beautiful thing. You said we'd talk about the struggles about employees later. Let's talk about them right now because I'll forget. And I'm really curious. What are well, you saying? It's hard to find people who can do the kind of work you need yes. to have done. I'm not in the, I'm not in the best place. I mean, even though it's magical and wonderful, I'm not in the best spot where people are trained for what I have training in. What, what do you have training in? Well, I do custom work. So everything that comes out of Lavelle manufacturing was made for you. It is all made to order. But how Ready did you order. learn? I mean, are, 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 I'm assuming you're talking about how people sew, how they stitch, how they know yes. how to put well, things and together. Even, even working 20 hour weeks, I can't get people to, that it's too much work is what, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, it's not, it, it I, I did, you know, I don't want to be mean, but nobody wants to work. And they, even if I paid a couple of people, $15 an hour to work for me, and I couldn't even get them to, to work because they were like, it's more than I want. 
Yeah. And it's, you're an example of that thing that if you're doing what you love, it's not work, but to other people running a business, it has to work. I mean, it has to pay my bills and it has to like make money for itself. And it, and it does, but now I'm at the point of Lavelle that it needs people. It needs people because I can't do it all. Well, and that's been one of the things of the whole COVID uh, time period is that somehow workers have just disappeared. They're sick or they're afraid to be sick or they're taking care of people or they're losing their jobs or whatever. It's hard to find people to work. Yeah. So. um, There's that. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's all being a business person. Like there are ups and downs like that. I mean, I'm business wise. It's, as successful as it has as ever been it's grown I mean I, I started Lavelle here in 2015 and you know I can say that I've had 10 people work for me it, even if it has even if it hadn't fully worked out you know we still got stuff done is there a, a certain style of things that you do more than another kind of style well, we do a little bit of everything because, you know, that is also the uh, fun part of being an artist is you'll do whatever sells, you know, and luckily we're, I'm at the point where I can say no to certain clients. Like if I don't have time to make that for you, I can say no. And that's a good place to be in. What's but, the most challenging thing that somebody's asked you to make? Um, we do custom suitings and that takes a while, especially if the person lives far away because I might need to tweak like a, an arm of a jacket. And I can't do that unless that person is in, in the store. So, you know, my technical background is all over the place. Like we do, I do a lot of hand sewing, which, you know, one of the reasons why I am looking for people is a to grow, but also so that I don't continue to, to destroy my body. Like it is a lot, it's heavy work. It's a lot of work. So, um, Yeah, just finding people who technically can work with me understand certain language because this type of this, the industry that I'm in is a very like, you have to be able to communicate what you need and what you want. And that person be like, okay, I got you. And then turn around and make it for you. I mean, you talk to a bunch of different people through, there's all kinds of roles in a successful fashion house. So let's just imagine that there's somebody listening to this show who goes, oh my gosh, I'd love to work 20 hours a week. And, and gee, if I could get paid to do that and be creative and get to work on quality stuff, I'd love to do that. Where do they go? Do they go to your website or is there a yeah, phone number? Contact, we've got a contact page or like an ask, like a subscribe page on our website where you can get in contact with us and um, somebody will get with you. And uh, we'll, you know, we'll have a conversation about that in person. And it's again, lavellemanufacturing.com, L-A-V as in Virginia, E-L-L-E, manufacturing spelled out.com, or at 115 Town Square and Glade, just go knock on the door. 201, actually. We're at 201 Town Square Street. And okay. um, I mean, I have the prettiest building because I care about <laughs> it. <laughs> so, well, of course, if it's going to be the design business, it's got to be the prettiest business. All right. My guest today is Stephen Kurd. We're talking to him about his business, which is in Glade Spring, called Lavelle Manufacturing. It's a custom fashion design business. And if you're interested in knowing more of the kind of work he does, you can see if you can get one of the scarce tickets 
to the fashion show that he's doing on October the 15th from 7 to 9 p.m. at the Glade Pavilion. And you go to lavellemanufacturing.com for more information and for tickets. Anything that we need to add to that, Stephen? No, nah, I think you covered it. It'll be a fun evening. I mean, okay. we, don't, we don't throw a dull party. Okay, so, and Stephen, you have it on his word. He knows how to throw a party. And I'm going to have to log on and get my ticket as soon as I get off of this phone call or this oh, Zoom call. But, um, okay, so, Stephen, this is a fascinating story. You started in the Midwest. You're an artist. It's in the area of designing clothing. Take us back to when you were a kid and when this developed. When did you look at clothing and go, oh, my gosh, what an expression of art? Uh, I think from the very beginning. I mean, from shoes up. I've always always loved accessories. Um, And I still do. So I think it was, you know, I think my mother, my mother was from the womb because it's definitely after my mom. She is the accessory queen and can like, I mean, she's like the queen of thrift too. Like, and she always looks like a million dollars. She always has. So I got it young. I got it from my, from the women in my family. That was where the first inspiration for stuff like this. And I've always loved clothing, but I had a grandmother who showed me how to make it. And she taught you to sew. She taught me the basics at first because, you know, my ADD and my attention span was that of a gnat. And so it was whatever she could yell at me that would stick. But um, yeah, as I got older, I got more interested in it. And like, you know, it's funny and it sounds a little silly, but like I started with little doll clothes because she had a couple little neighbor girls that she was the sewer in the neighborhood. She had a couple little neighbor girls that had like asked her if she would ever make anything for them. And so she, she had a project and she let me, she let me help her with it. And it was my first, like, cause you know, as an artist, you, me, at least I'm such a conceptual person. Like I have to think about it for a while and I have to, I like to like pick it apart to understand it, like how, at least to figure out how I'm going to do it. You know, and how, and that's, how old were you when this started? When you young, very young very young. I've always been interested in how things work. Like, and just, I, you know, asked a million questions, but why, but why I was that good. Um, and I just, I think I've had that zest for life, but, um, I was also inspired by women like that too. And so my grandmother let me work on this project with her and I fell in love with it. And it was the first time that I got to like figure out how something fit. And yes, it was on like a little doll, but it was like, wow, okay, so it, it, it like makes sense that it should be a little bit tighter at the waist so it like stays on the waist. <laughs> you know, it was like that my first like little like, okay, how do I figure this out? It, it, it at least caught my attention, you know, from a young age. Okay, Stephen, I got to ask you this question. I had okay. some friends visiting me one time. They had a little boy with them and I didn't have any toys and I had a doll and yeah. I handed the little boy the doll and the parents freaked. Yeah, that's sad because they should have let the kid make his own decision. Yeah. So did you experience any of that? Why is this little boy interested in making clothes and playing with dolls? Not with Eva. Nope. Eva never once made me feel that I wasn't anything but myself. And that this I was is your grandmother. Me. This is my grandmother. And, and I consider her one of my best friends. I have since a young kid. What about anybody else? What about the men in your family or boys who you, who were your age? 
I mean, I I have friends. I have best. I have you know a lifetime of friends. But I mean, she was something that you know you have those friendships that are like kismet. That it's like this is not the first time that we've met. You know what I'm talking about? Oh yeah, people that you 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 just instantly feel like you've known them forever, and you always feel that way, even if you don't see them for years. Absolutely, and we saw each other all the time. But it was like, I don't know. She was my soul sister or something, you know, she like, she understood me and never once even, it didn't matter. It was, she gave me a platform to be myself and she inspired this. I mean, you know, she's been gone since 2008 and I think that she would be proud, very proud. And what a lesson that is to parents and grandparents about supporting a child and and letting the child lead to where the child wants to go. But how did it happen as you went on through life in high school and in well, college? You know, my, my parents fought a lot of that stuff, but you know, they've, I have a wonderful relationship with, you know, most of my family and my parents to be specific, but it took some time uh, because of the world that we live in, you know, being LGBTQ, anything or just different in this world is hard. And that acceptance for people, which is ridiculous. I mean, who cares? It's nothing to do with you. But the fact that like, you know, I mean, I came from a very religious background. So there was religion that had, that played into um, being scared for their kid who they knew was, you know, different. They just and so that if you're from a very religious background, was it that thing about, you know, this is a sin and this is yeah. silly you stuff, have- you know? silly, silly stuff. And it was more fear. It was more fear-based stuff. And, um, but you know, my grandmother fought it. She, she fought for a lot of things for me to be able to do things because I did want to express myself and be genuine and, you know, find my place. And she's totally supported that. And my parents, my parents, my parents do now too, but it took a while, you know, we, we don't live in like a hundred percent accepting worlds. And I don't know if it ever will be. How long, what was, what did your father do? Um, my dad's great. He's always, you know, he's a, he's a sensitive fella and, and, uh, he just is sensitive. He, it took a while for him to come around, but the fact that I have turned this into something that I love and I, I get to call it a job. Like, I mean, that makes both of them extremely proud. And they're still back in St. Louis. They are, they're in St. Louis. And, and, you know, that dedication and keeping that name going is, you know, kind of what keeps me going. It's kind of my reminder because she would say little things to me. Like Eva and I worked on many little projects throughout my life. And we were, we were even pen pals to each other when I was in college. I mean, pen pals. (laughs) Yeah. I think that's funnier than maybe it is, but um, anyway, we like, no, I think it's touching. It's, it's um, inspiring. It was great. It was really, really informative. And so what about college? Where did you go to college and what did you study? Oh Lord, I grew up in St. Louis and I went to a little bitty school in uh, up near Kansas in Warren, Warrensburg, Missouri. And it was a school about 11,000 kids. So pretty small until I came to Emory and was like, wow. Um, but it was, it was an interesting time. I was, you know, I was, I was a different person in that time. And I was learning as a young person, how to be, you know, by myself the first time in the real world and navigate that way. And, um, I needed a pen pal. It was good that Eva was that way, but 
So I went to school in a little bitty town and grew up in a small kind of suburb. And I, I always wanted to get out. What did you major in? I majored, I majored in fashion design. So I went to that small little school in Warren, Warrensburg. I went there for two and a half years, changed my major, and then moved back to St. Louis and finished my degree at Lindenwood University um, in St. Louis, Missouri. And uh, I got a degree in fashion design. And my study was in menswear. And then you went to Chicago to become a great fashion designer. Well, I mean, I don't think I'm horrible, but I, um, I, I went to different cities. I lived in New York and in, and in California, but um, Chicago was my longest. I, I went there to get experience and work with people and learn and, and, you know, learn some personal boundaries and, you know, things like that, like young adults do. And who would ever think you would wind up here? How did you wind up in Emory slash Blade Spring? Well, you know, um, by way of fate, but I, under different circumstances and decided to turn it into a positive, um, a positive place. And, and I do call, I do call Virginia my home. Like it is a little Midwest boy can call another place this beautiful home. So reading between the lines, a relationship brought you here. Yeah, I was with somebody at the time and then um, we weren't together anymore. And that's a part of life. But so, you had found your place and you had yep. found your company and you had. It found was your- more community. It was more community that kept me here. I've, ha- I've been very lucky to meet some really wonderful people. What is your goal for Lavelle Manufacturing? Ultimately. Well, you know, we have a plan this next year to get it into at least 40 different stores. So, you know, the manufacturing part that was very small for the longest time is changing. So Lavelle is going to look different. It's uh, we're going more um, e-commerce style. I mean, you can still book an appointment with me, but um, I'm going to let my body rest and I'm going to teach some classes and we're going to run more of an e-commerce site so that which means just smaller runs. Like we'll do like, you know, maybe a hundred of something and we'll, 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 we will simplify, you know, some options to start with and you can order from there. And that, you know, I'm, my plan is to work with other manufacturers and give myself a break and try a different route. So we're going to, Lavelle will look going into 2023, Lavelle will be um, a fully e-commerce business. So if I come to you, I could have you design a special evening gown for some specific sure. occasion, or sure. I could have you make me yeah. a pair of blue jeans or a blue jean jacket. Make, I could make you a pair of blue jeans. I've done custom hats. Uh, we do leather goods like belts and, and pocketbooks. We do suits and bridal. We don't do bridal. I take that back. So nobody try and ask me for bridal. Um, but we do, we do like, you know, special moment type pieces. Jewelry. I saw something about jewelry. Do you design jewelry? I do. And I make a lot of it too. So I, I am like a, a tag team with another person in Ohio. So um, this person does like all the setting for our stones and then I do the assemblage. So it, you know, it starts with me with an, with a, a, an idea of design, but I have hired her to do, to create the pieces that I don't want to do. Stephen, we're almost out of time. Can you just in 15 seconds tell me the, the best joy you had in something you designed for somebody? Um, it was a friend of mine, um, West, and uh, they were getting married and they went through top surgery. 
um, to feel more like themselves. And I got to design the, the jacket, their whole suit for their wedding and, and watch them walk in person during COVID and get married to each other. And that was a very special to see that like moment of, you know, they told me that this is the first time in their life that they have felt like themselves. They're looking in the mirror and seeing themselves for the first time. You are a great guest and time is gone. So we're just going to have to, let's go through the details about the show one more time, which is a fashion show at the Glade Pavilion that happens on October the 15th from seven to nine for tickets. If possible, if there are any left, go to lavellemanufacturing.com or go say hi to Stephen at 201 Town Square. Knock on the door at 201 Town Square Street. Thank you so much for being my guest. It has been a total pleasure. And I'm going to jump off of here and see if I can get a ticket to your show on October the 15th. Hey, you you. rock. Thank you so much. Thank you, Stephen Curd. Thank you to the listeners. Thanks for tuning in to 90.7. We appreciate you and hope you'll stay tuned to more programs on this fine station.